You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters Podcast. And kind of technically, it's more Ian and the D show because it's just me. Thank you. Um, Normally, Phil couldn't be here this week, so it's uh, just me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, keep it kind of short, um, um, talk about um, YouTube stuff and uh, things of that nature. Um, Start off, um, um, Ninja decided that... um, officially that he would um, start on YouTube gaming because he moved off of uh, Mixer. He um, Mixer is um, no longer going to be on the internet as of uh, uh, all right, hold on. Yeah, so just got a little message, that's all. Um, So anyway, uh, Ninja decided um, he would um, decide streaming on YouTube gaming because, of course, um, out of all the streaming sites, he wasn't ever going to go to somewhere like Facebook just because... I don't think he would pull a, I think he would pull around the amount of numbers he would on Mixer. So YouTube was kind of his first home. And then there was Twitch, which was garnered him a lot more success, but uh, we'll see what happens with him from there. But it's interesting to see that there are a lot of, uh, uh, a lot more creators and I mean, not, not a lot more creators, just, uh, just, uh, just a lot more on the platform, um, like on YouTube and, uh, yeah. And then I heard about like, an article about um, education, like um, the boss had um, the boss and our uh, president Trump had decided that they were going to um, kind of restrict uh, um, people of um, from who were originally from other countries that they we're forcing them to be inside a class. And I'm like, I'm not sure what that would work. It's kind of, <laughs> it's sort of like, um, in my opinion, kind of like segregation because you have um, the white person's bathroom and then you've got the black person's bathroom. And, you, and it's like, why would you force somebody to, uh, 
um, stay in a classroom where they know they aren't necessarily safe. <laughs> it's like, uh, and my opinion on it is that <laughs> um, oh, in order for it to um, if they don't decide that they if they do it strictly online, they're saying that they have to be deported out of the country. And that doesn't make sense, especially since like the amount of COVID-19 cases have um, went up. Uh, other countries have said that they're not going to uh, uh, bring the USA in. They, they, they're not going to let people from the U.S. come into their country because uh, the amount of cases are escalating to be quite high. It's too many <laughs> at this point. So in their opinions, because they see the data coming in and um, it's from a perspective, like my perspective in terms of cybersecurity or anywhere, the data doesn't lie. And they're taking the best steps possible, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see what happens from there. Personally, like, I mean, they're, who's going to be affected in this situation are going to be the teachers, because especially like my alma mater, because they are, um, should I say, um, most of the teachers there are at least 35 and older, um, even 40 or older. Um, <laughs> I would have, but I <laughs> don't want to see um, the teachers within my university or any university be unsafe. It, our maybe especially in Michigan, there's a lot of turmoil <laughs> within like EAA and things of that nature, where it's just. Uh, it's we don't Michigan doesn't have the education but they used to and so this is gonna just be another huge hit <laughs> we, we really uh from an education standpoint especially like Michigan really can't um really need to play it safe um other than um Aim. But yeah, it. I don't know what to say about that. But um, yeah. And then let me think of something else. Um. um Other than that, like, I did want to sit down and talk about, um, and I know Dave had brought this up. Um, you're not here, Dave, are you? 
Okay. Uh, just making sure. Um, anyway, um, I wanted to make this sooner, but there is a little um, little bit I wanted to share. Um, there, I mean, between the riots in the street and the um, I have a story that really hurts, and I'm not going to detail the person's name that this happened to, but this is one of my, should I say, best kept secrets. Um, um, when I, and not really a secret, it is fairly known who this person is, but um, when I was going for um, a, when I was going to my alma mater, um, there's this one person that um, used to take classes with me. And there was a lot of people, but there was one in particular that um, we were pretty competitive. I went into information systems. He went into that too. And so when I finished my bachelor's in information systems, he finished mine. He finished his uh, semester early, uh, earlier than me. And so then I got accepted into a master's program in information systems. And he decided that he would uh, um, go for a master's in cybersecurity, which he eventually got. He had a great GPA, good guy, um, and he um, he finished just before I did with my master's in information systems, and then I decided that I, eh, because I wanted to be competitive with him, I wanted eh, I went for the master's in uh, cybersecurity. And so he decided to go into information systems, but then between his full-time work job and that um, at, uh, doing the education, he got burned out. He, he stopped going for the master's in information systems. And why, would, hey, why wouldn't he? He, <laughs> he has the high ground. He has the... Um, he um, already has the master's in cybersecurity, which details um, some information systems practices. And so he stepped out and <laughs> he dropped out of college. <laughs> and so then he started this business as like, like the show Empire. He designed a thing, uh, an empire around music. And he got um, from about, I would say, 2009 to whenever, he did really well for himself. He would bring in known DJs and 
things of that nature. And his company, his company kept growing and growing. And then, um, he decided to, uh, make it public and he did that. And, uh, we all lived happily ever after. That's what I want to say, but the hardest part about this was that I don't want to say this, but he was um, gunned down in his apartment. He um, And that's uh, when we were at the university, that's the last time I saw him. He was a rival to me. (laughs) He pushed me to want to be in music, (laughs) to educate people within music and <laughs> look in other avenues to help people with autism and <laughs> um, disability awareness and help to just be a support for others. But his, he ended there. And I've never, (laughs) I've never had the courage to say that. Not because I'm a bad person, but because I, you know who this guy is. (laughs) This guy was on billboards saying, do you know the person who killed this guy? <laughs> he was on billboards in uh, on Livernois, and <sighs> and what happened to him was wrong. He <laughs> he done the right thing. He's <sighs> to be taken away because he's black. The, the proof that he was a great man <laughs> is in the pudding. <laughs> but worse off, not just about me. He wasn't only child. <laughs> and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I wouldn't. <laughs> and the thing is, <laughs> I don't, what I can take away from this is that
This happens because there is injustice for Blacks. And this should have never happened in my heart. (laughs) I know what happened to him was wrong. And it's because of this police brutality and and because people can get away with um, like this it all happens in layers <laughs> you see people um, getting killed by police officers because uh, <laughs> like putting their knee upon their neck <laughs> And it's just the system. This is proof that um, that their crimes about people not mattering. Black Lives Matter. I've all I have is the data that I've collected. And I don't. I don't um, see this happening to other minorities like whites or just in general. <laughs> I have uh, a. I've seen death threats from good friends, but I've never seen I've um, I've never seen this anywhere else. That's what I'm saying. Um, I say this from a point of Uh, point that I've always wanted to take home from and share with people. And I, um, this is one of the reasons why I have this show. It's to help people who normally wouldn't be able to help themselves or be that means um, or see an injustice where somebody's potential is thwarted. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, As you can tell, this is one of the stories that, for me, really hits home. I have a very hard time talking about it, and I'm happy that I am finally able to tell this to people. I'm my name is Ian the Wall Informed. 
and not like this. Mm. Mm. Make the world suck less. <sighs> Make this police state or whatever you want to call it. I'm not somebody who believes um, <laughs> it's not defund the police. It's um, I don't know. Um, it's, it's mitigate services. Okay. Anyway, it's it's mitigate services elsewhere. Like, like I don't see them taking out like the majority of police funding because I know how much police officers make. <laughs> um, they in places don't make enough. <laughs> it's more of taking um, police assistance and moving it toward health and human services where it's absolutely needed, like possibly within autism where um, it's uh, um, I heard from a source that the average per, uh, the average person with autism lifespan is 54. So it's about putting services in other places and then taking off some of the duties that police officers have to take so that they um, so that um, things like <laughs> Immunities that policemen have, um, don't have as much widespread control. <laughs> and that is scary. It very much is because I know some really good police officers out there. I have friends who, I have one who's a police chief. I, so I have, Two friends who are former police chiefs. I one who was a sergeant, and you know, a couple who are police officers right now. There are some really good officers out there, but uh, that's not the bottom line. That's not the. Um, That's not the core of the problem. Those are the good apples. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for being on. Thank you for listening to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters podcast. We, Phil, me, and possibly Kathy should be um, back soon. Uh, Kathy may be on soon. I. But she's doing well. Everyone on this channel is doing well. And to the people who I know who have lost uh, family members due to this pandemic, I 
heart goes out to you and yeah keep the world safe um make the world suck less and have a good day at least today at least tomorrow thank you <laughs>